Hey, 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 you guys. This is another edition of Growing Up Gay. I am your boy, Malik. And this is your boy, Vaughn. Bam. <laughs> um, it's been a while since we've been gone. I hope you guys have missed us. I know you guys have missed us because Vaughn told me the other day about some messages he's been getting and I've gotten some tweets and, well, not tweets. I've gotten some uh, some, messages on, some messages on Instagram about when the next show is coming and some text messages. So we're back. It's been a lot going on between us and just the this treacherous world that we live in. <laughs> Vaughn, how have you been since we recorded, what, three weeks ago? Um, I've been good, actually, for the first time pretty much all summer. Uh, <laughs> I've been getting over, uh, for those that don't know, I had mono. So that kind of took me out of commission for like seven, eight weeks. Uh, so I was getting over that, you know, getting back into the gym. Uh, work has been kicking my ass per usual. <laughs> like, it is so, so, so busy at work and it's seemingly never ending but i've been good though my friend uh anthony came in town and we went out and i got to hang out with him uh my friend nico my friend clark and then his friends so it was it was a fun oh let me mute my phone <laughs> fun times i mean baby, we got the, we got the <laughs> notifications going off this episode. <laughs> uh, it was fun times but uh speaking of that this is it's actually going to be his birthday when this post so happy birthday anthony um, Happy birthday, Anthony! Yeah, so I, I've been good. I've been, I've been good getting myself together. I'm really excited about fall. Uh, I can't wait. I feel like fall is kind of when I come alive. I am a fall baby, you know. Me too. Mm-hmm. The Scorpio season is coming. She's not here no. yet, but she's just around the corner. Uh, but no, I've been good. I've been good. And yes, we have. We've even gotten some. Well, been included in some tweets and some Instagrams um, saying that we're like one of your favorite podcasts. So shout out to everyone that listens, everyone that genuinely enjoys the podcast. And shout out to everyone who used this three weeks to catch up because I got those uh, texts uh, as well <laughs> that yes, people are still like, catching up. Go back and binge the old episodes, get into the growth, get into all of it is that is growing up gay. Um, How have since you been? The break, oh, Child, I've been so well living my best life. You've been living as life you know, like that friend, motherfucker is golden. Oh, as you know, friend, I had the chance to go to Paris with Wesley Paris. and Harold. I mean, what a dope trip. Yeah. It was amazing. Um, I got to go to Disneyland, which was amazing. Um, went to the Eiffel Tower, went to the, the, the Palace of Versailles. Um, I got to go to Crazy Horse, which is where Beyonce filmed Partition. Oh, that's my um, that's my favorite of, part of that video. Yeah, like it's pretty much what's so interesting about going to the actual Crazy Horse show and then watching Partition. You know, all of the movement is directly from that show. Like, mm. All all of the movement, and not only is it like all of the movement, there are a lot of, um, um, a lot of the Mrs. Carter tour. Some of it, mm-hmm. um, was inspired by that show too so it was just really fun to see where some of her inspirations have come from and how she you know will like take something then and knock it up a few notches so i thought that was really cute to see that um it was overall just a really fun trip i had a blast it was my first time abroad so it just made it so much more like impactful i think to like to start in europe and now it's like next i have to go to africa because honestly i want to go to africa so bad 
Yes, like Africa is where it's at. And I I did get a little cynical, like after going over there and, and seeing the palace, I was thinking like, oh my gosh, like if this is how they were living, just imagine how Africans could have been living if, you know, there was not so much um, colonization and all the bullshit that, that was happening, you know, in the 1800s. So it, it made me slightly upset to a degree. Really? It just really... Yeah, but it really just made me that much more eager to go over to Africa to learn about the history and just to be amongst the people. Yeah, I, I love Paris. Mm-hmm. Um, it's yeah. my oh, I loved it. It's the it's probably my favorite city that I've visited thus far, um, outside of of course Jamaica. Um, uh huh. Because <laughs> you know home is always going to be number one, but Paris and Dubai are probably my favorite cities. Paris is just. A beautiful city. The spirit is really good. The Ubers are insane. Them niggas drive like, like they drive like worse than people drive in Jamaica. Like you think taxis? If you've ever taken like a taxi from the airport in Jamaica, you might feel like whoa, <laughs> there's a lot going on. But Ubers in Paris worse. And then you're Maybe. in like a BMW or like a Mercedes, so you're like y'all don't even yeah. care about the car. Like y'all just they don't they whip those cars around like it is nothing. nothing. They really do. And this, you'll be there like, nigga, are we playing Mario Kart? What, okay. what is this? <laughs> you gonna slow your ass down? It's just precious cargo in the back. There is a precious cargo in the back. Um, and we got to celebrate Harold's 25th birthday. So shout out to Harold. Aw, happy birthday um, to him. We're belated. Yeah, ha- happy belated birthday to Harold. You know, Virgo season is still, still in effect um, for a little bit longer. So Virgos, get ready because Libra season is about to hit y'all over the head. And, and, <laughs> and I'm not playing. Um, so all in all, I've been well. I'm just excited about the fall because like you, friend, I'm also a fall baby. So I feel the energy. I feel just the crispness that's about to really embrace us and take over, uh, as we enter the the next season. So, uh, exciting times are on the horizon, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, so you guys, we're going to move into our Get It Together section. Uh, If you're new to Get It Together, this is the part of the show when Vaughn and I pick a health, a fitness, a wellness-based life tip that we're currently practicing in our lives that we want to share with you. So mine is going to be centered around my trip to Paris, um, and it's entitled Build Your Foundation. When I went to the Palace of Versailles, I learned that they had this beautiful palace that took them 40 years to build and it was um it, it's over 1200 acres and so um after the french revolution it was burned down essentially but they still were able to restore it they still were able to build it back to its you know to maybe not its original glory but enough that people are able to see the you know just the 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 majesty of the palace and so it really brought me to reflect on the fact that Whenever you have something in life that you curate and that you cultivate, you know, these values that you live by that that guide your life, even when you fall off the wagon for a while or, you know, something happens in your life and and, and life goes astray, you know, we get all these curveballs, these curveballs thrown at us all the time, you still can come back. You know, you still will have that compass because you've taken the time to cultivate your values. You've taken the time to cultivate, you know, something that is near and dear to you and I just said, wow, you know, even after um, this place was burned and damaged, they still were able to bring it back to 
this this level of opulence and mm. and still are able to to tell such a a powerful story about um about Parisian history and so I thought it was really really fabulous and that was like my takeaway from it and so all in all you guys continue to work on your foundation um, especially as we move into fall because um, as the leaves are changing as the air is changing so is your body so is your mind so is your life so is the energy so um, continue to cultivate your oneness and your values and your foundation and you'll be and you'll always be good I love that yeah, I really do. I think a strong foundation in pretty much any sense is necessary for anything to succeed. Mm-hmm. Like a, a good, solid foundation, even what we're going to be discussing later on in the episode needs a good foundation in order for that to succeed. Um, Absolutely. My get it together for this week is going to be brought to you by Nike. And <laughs> <laughs> that is just do it. Um, I think in so many things in life, we get caught up on... We get caught up on, like, what can hinder us from from achieving goals or trying to get to where we want to get to. And sometimes you just need to just say, all right, fuck it. I'm just going to do it. Like, with me moving to New York, it was one of those situations where it was like, I literally, anyone that knows the story, I got offered a position. I got offered a position, interviewed, got the job. And moved all within like a week and a half. And it was one of those situations where I was like, just do it. Don't be afraid. Don't, you know, think too much about it. People were telling me like, oh, no, you should wait. You know, ask for, you know, a a proper, you know, two, three weeks. You know, try to extend it. And even my my previous uh, company tried to hold me because, you know... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I does the things <laughs> much hate, like, assholes. much no actually it's not hating assholes much like Tony Childs I specialize in results and you well, know absolutely you know they wanted the results so they were trying to keep me there a little bit longer to help them out um but I feel like everything in life and like from my focus right now is on a few things it's fitness it's health overall um and it's finances those are my 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 kind of focuses right now and with a lot of those things you just have to do it like when it comes to to meal prepping so you don't end up spending thirty dollars on lunch just do it like that you might be annoyed you might be annoyed staying up until you know 12 1 trying to finish your meal prepping if you are one of those kind of people you procrastinate i'm talking to myself um (laughs) but just do it. Same thing with going to the gym. Yesterday, for example, I had a 14-hour day at work. No exaggeration. I had, it was supposed to be an, an eight-hour. I was like, I'm just doing eight hours. I'm going to get the fuck out of here. I'm not staying late. And then I got through throwing a project and had to create SOPs and floor plans and all types of extra shit. So I was there for 14 hours. Actually, like 13 hours, 13 and a half hours. And then as I was leaving, one of my, uh, one of the overnight employees came to me and was like, I need to talk to you. And I couldn't be like, girl, I'm trying to go to the gym, but like, so I had to sit there and talk to him. So that was another 30 minutes of my time. And I was sitting there like, oh, it's, it's about 9.50. Do I even want to go to the gym right now? Blink, which is the gym I go to. There's multiple, so I'm yeah. not giving anything away. Uh, it closes at 11. Do I want to, get on the bus and go to the gym and do 30, 40, 40 minutes of a workout and, or do I just want to go home? And I was like, no, fuck it. Just do it. So I took my ass to the gym and I, I did what I could with the 40 minutes that I had. 
And then I brought my ass home. And I, th- I just think that's the attitude you need to have. Just do it. Whatever you need to do to get things done, to get where you need to be, you need to do those things. Just do them. Just eat clean. It It's not easy. You know, we all love fries. I love fries. I love fries. I love pizza. I love food in general. So in a lot of these situations, you just have to do it. You have to... Stop allowing excuses and stop allowing procrastination and stop allowing your fear of succeeding, your fear of what that next step in life looks like from holding you back. So that's my get it together for this week. Just do it. Just get it done. That's so true. That is so true. And then most of the time after you do it, you feel so much better about yourself. So like your much. whole energy shifts. Yeah. Like after you like, damn, like I didn't want to do that, but I feel so much better about myself. Like you feel recharged, you feel restored. Right. Yeah, like oftentimes doing the things that you don't want to do, it's like mm, you should be doing them. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, with that being said, we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back with the growing up gay. Hey you guys, it's Malik. Thanks for listening. I hope you're enjoying the show so far. Remember to tell your friends about what we're doing here. This is a community-based show, and the only way we're going to grow is with your help. So be sure to like, subscribe, and share our show with all of your friends and your family. Now back to the episode. So this week, Vaughn and I decided that we wanted to talk about the game that is the dating game. Um, whenever you are navigating these, (laughs) again, these treacherous streets of dating and having to deal with human relationships, it becomes especially for the gays, especially for the gays and the queers and all of the rainbow people. Um, I, I recently saw an ignorant comment and someone said all the, the alphabet people. That's, that's from Dave Chappelle's, um, he did a special, a new oh, that's where that special, came from. A very controversial one that I haven't seen because I'm fully tapped out. I haven't been paying attention to anything oh, for weeks now. Um, and he called he from. called us the Alphabet Mafia, if I'm not mistaken, or the Alphabet People, some shit like that. The Alphabet Mafia. Wow. Yeah. That was really fucking ignorant. Yeah, I saw someone um, put that in, in, a, in a comment on something that was she was being homophobic. I knew that obviously, but um, so it can be really difficult dating, and. Um, we wanted to give five dating best practices for queer people to use before you start dating and tools to refine your practice. So the first thing that we have for you, you better know yourself before you start dating. Absolutely. You have to know yourself. And what that means is the same thing I was talking about earlier, having a foundation of your values, like, you know, knowing who you are, knowing that, you know, you, you matter, that you have value and actually allowing those things to guide all your interactions, how, how people see you, how you see yourself. And most of all, be yourself. Mm. Like, And knowing what you so, want also. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like all those guiding principles come, come together like under your values. Like when you know what you want, then you're able to then <clears throat> go ahead and start filtering people out that aren't in line with who you are and with your values are. And if they and if your values aren't in line, what will happen is people will come into your life that aren't meant to be there and you won't even <laughs> have a clue that they're there because you're like wallowing in in this state of like uncertainty because you don't know who you are. So 
you have to figure that out. Absolutely. I, I always say that, unfortunately, for like our generation of gay, and I remember tweeting this, and there was like this, some 1998 ass gay talking about some, that's not true. Because <laughs> I was saying how, <laughs> unfortunately, we don't get, especially as, uh, as queer people, we don't get the chance to date and like have a childhood crush and a first kiss and you know you know high school love you know we don't get that that experience especially not outright now maybe on the dl maybe on the low but i'm talking publicly like we don't get to live that kind of life and make those mistakes and learn about the things that we like and what we don't like um and what to what to look for and not to look for so what ends up happening is you have a bunch of men or queer individuals, period, in their, you know, mid to late 20s that are kind of just f- fucking the fuck. They're kind of just dating to date. They're, they're with people that they know they shouldn't be with just because. And it's like, there's so much... and Because and, I always see... I, well, not I always see, but I, I've seen this question asked a few times on social media. Like, why is it so hard for our, for our generation to date? Why is it so hard for a lot of us? Because you see so many good-looking people, and they're all single. You see some people complaining about, you know, can't find a man, this, this, that. And it's like, damn, you're, like, really good-looking, and you're having trouble? Like, you're having... Right. You know what I mean? And it's like, you like, think... Like, that's troubling, seeing someone so beautiful not be able to get a man. Right. Like, because you, <laughs> you're like, well, damn, bitch. <laughs> if you're struggling, what the fuck I want to do? <laughs> exactly. So, it, but I, I, I realize it's because a lot of a lot of us don't really know what we want. And if we do, we're afraid to say it. We're afraid to live in whatever that truth is. Maybe you want some dick, but you feel like you gotta be a top. Maybe you want mm-hmm. some ass, but you feel like you gotta, you know, be... A, like, whatever the case may be. There's especially with labels and and I remember <laughs> I remember when I first like started using Twitter. This was like back in two thousand nine, early 20, uh, 2009. and I remember like my first glimpse into the gay dating world, and there were so many strict rules on like what is a top, what is about yes, have oh, to be this, my have top, to be that. <laughs> my top can't suck dick, uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. my mm-hmm. bottom can't do mm-hmm. like there was and it was so funny, and I remember what I remember being like. This is a lot like <laughs> this is a lot. You know, this is very demanding. Like I don't I don't know, you know, where I fit in and all this. And it's funny now like seeing a lot of those same people cuz I have, you know, continued following them. And now all of them are like, "Look, I my top or my bottom can do what the fuck ever. I just need one of y'all." <laughs> like yeah, they, they've like, let whatever. go of, right, they've let go of all those standards. Everyone has grown and changed. It's just been interesting to see so that's why it's important to to learn to know yourself and figure out what you want before you just start doing any and everything literally and figuratively yes yes and and just like you said friend i think that like with this change that we see in the dating arena with people being a lot more open to being themselves and and allowing their partner the freedom and the flexibility to be expressive however they choose to and and i just think that's gonna become more and more fluid as people become more open and, and, and more confident with with themselves and so that's exciting absolutely um but how do you even get a date like where do you start to say okay i know i want a date but how do i get a guy like where do i go to find a guy or a girl or they like how do i do it do I use an app? Do I go to the club? Do I go to, you know, a bookstore, like, at school? Where? You can just like, go, to, you, you can go to Twitter. Where do you find these guys and these girls? 
You can just go, <laughs> just go to Twitter. The niggas are on Twitter. I'm just joking. Now, I've public service announcement. I've actually never been on a date. Never. I've never been in a full, like, a, an official relationship. I'm, I'm doing quotation marks, which is why there was an inflection in my voice. Uh, <laughs> but I can say you don't have to go far. You can go on Twitter, Instagram, um, LinkedIn. <laughs> you can anywhere. go anywhere. Anywhere there's niggas, <laughs> you, you can get a date. I wouldn't start with an app, unfortunately, because those are usually used for sex. And if you want a date date, like a let's go out somewhere date, you know, you might, unless you want, because I mean, let's be, let's be clear. A lot of, a lot of us start with the sex and then get into the relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, that's yep. fine. If, you know, that's, that's what gets your boat going. That's what gets your boat going. Um, but yeah, I, you, friend, you tell me, cause you're more, far more of an expert than I am. Well, I wouldn't, I would not call myself an expert, but I have been on a few dates and I have, uh, you know, I I am someone that I've never been afraid to talk to people in in, in public. It's been more like a I, I'm just really confident when it comes to meeting new people. Although there is like a, a certain part of me that that gets a little nervous, but I just I'm like fuck it, just do it, nigga. You right. know. Um, I think how do you get a date? Well, you find out who it is that you want to date. So then you have to you have to like research where is that person, right? Um, I've I've reading I've reading a lot of articles about people needing to like switch up switch up their their style like stop going to the bar and go to the conference. Um, hmm. My back my background is in interior design and um, some of the most eligible bachelors that are in you know that that are architects that are artists that are painters that are um, designers they're at conferences they're at trade shows they're at those spaces so you have to first decide what kind of man or girl who are you looking for and where are they you can't say i want to i want a guy or a girl who is you know a dancer and they're you know and they're flexible and they and they're into their body you're not going to find that person you know um it's just anywhere that's a very specific thing and you have to be able to get down to the specifics and start maybe hanging hanging out in that crowd finding mm. where those people are so that you actually can have a good shot of connecting with someone like that you know that is actually a good point <laughs> i was talking to um there was a, a a tweet that went viral it was a like the the dating the cost of dating in each city and yeah. mm-hmm. atlanta was like 140 dollars, like the cost of yep. a date and New York was like two ninety eight, and I was like, "Woo, another reason to Woo. stay single." <laughs> like, that is Man, another reason. Please. And my and my and shout out to Kadeem, aka uh, Demi. He was like, "Just to get the nigga to pay for it," and I was like, "How do we do that?" <laughs> like, but, but shit, how do you how do you how do you even decide which nigga's gonna pay for it? I, but like, much like you said, you Dutch gotta put yourself. But like you said, you gotta put yourself in those arenas. Like maybe I yep. need to start. I don't know. Friend, maybe we need to start hanging out in different spaces. Yeah, like I, I go by the rule: whoever invites me out should pay. I agree. Um, and I and and I live by that. But um, uh, hold on, can I caveat? There's one caveat to that. If we're both already out, and I'm if, and I'm like, yo, let's grab coffee. I don't drink coffee, but if I'm like, let's go grab hot chocolate. It's cold. It's New York. 
that's one thing but i feel like if i'm at my house <laughs> and you're like wow i, I would i would like to go grab di- you're paying for the dinner because i have to get yes. dressed i have to leave my house i have to get take public transportation or pay for a, yes. a ride share mm-hmm. to meet you at said dinner and then i'm going to entertain you because i mean come on <laughs> it's my presence uh <laughs> So you should pay for that date. But if I feel like we're both out, we can just grab and it's not a big deal. Like we can you can pay individually for like drinks or something. I agree. I, I, I definitely the, I, I, I think that the context of how we're linking up does matter. And that's something that people need to read a little bit deeper into. Like, hmm, OK, we're already out. They're calling me, hitting me up. Yeah, I can meet you for a drink and maybe I can pay for myself. But I think. I still do live by the rule. If you invite me out somewhere and you are the initiator of this particular link up, this date, then mm-hmm. you need to be treating. You know what's funny um, about that? I have a what? hard time letting people pay for me for things. Like, the only person I allow to, to pay for anything for me is my father. <laughs> mm. Like, even my mom, I feel a little weird when, I, when my mom pays for stuff for me. She doesn't anymore. But, like, I don't know. That's maybe, That might be something I have to, like check yeah like let people treat you that's the part of self-care so check that for sure Hmm. um rule number two be directive and be decisive Mm. there's nothing worse than going on a date or dating someone or trying to court someone that does not know what they want and does not know how to communicate what Mm. they want and let me tell you this right now all you young queens out there that are listening Telling someone what you want is not hinting at it. It's not being passive aggressive about it. Hello. It's not about making, you know, uh, it, it's about it's about being explicit with your words. An example of that is if a guy ask, asks you, where would you like, you know, what's your favorite place to eat? You don't say, well, I'm flexible. I like whatever. No. You say my favorite place to eat or I my favorite food is this type of food. Right. Because that alleviates any confusion. And then you also allow the person to get to know who you are. You cannot get to know someone if they never have an opinion about anything or if they don't share it. And to do that, you have to be direct and decisive with your words and your communication. Ironically, I like that. I like this topic, but I'm going to come at it from a different sense. If you're going to ask someone out on a date, you need to be direct in regard to it. Yes. Say where we're going. Yes. What time I should meet you and what you yes. know, what the environment is giving. What 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 should I be wearing? Are we going hiking? Mm-hmm. Do I need an outfit? Do I need a look? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like Yeah. I, I and maybe that's just me personally, but I like for someone that's just going to take charge of the situation. Don't do no, I oh, I want to take you out. Well, where do you want to go? If no. you want to take me no. out, you should be wanting to take me out somewhere. Like, you know what I mean? I understand there's like if there's like dietary restrictions and all that stuff, but that to me is in the pre, you know, part of a getting to know someone. Like maybe before you're going out on like an official date, you know what I mean? You just I if, completely if you're, agree. If you're if you're going it works to, on both sides, I ab- think. I, I absolutely agree. If you're going to court someone, mm-hmm. be direct. And if you're in, if you're going to be courted, be direct in regard to which you know direction you should be led, or else you might end up lost. Bam! 
It works for both both sides, being courted or 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 being the courtee. Yes, thank you for adding that perspective, friend. You are the motherfucker. You know, I be I be trying. Listen, with my single um, ass. <laughs> listen, you better you better you better I, just sit in your majesty. Yes, you know. Um. So I know you haven't been on an official date, right? Mm-hmm. But tell me, describe your first date. How you would like it to go? I'm about or to be maybe. real fake because <laughs> I don't. I have honestly have no clue. I'm not. Uh, uh, I was gonna lie and say I'm not. Okay. A romancer. No, I'm a romantic. No, see, my thing is I love to treat people and I love to take care of people. That's just my natural uh, state. Like I'm very romantic. I like to do things for people. Like I was the. I, I work in hospitality. So I'm the person that like when guests would be staying at our at our hotel and they're like it's our anniversary can you do something special I'd be like oh bitch I got a book of ideas like what do you what you want like <laughs> like I have literally I've done everything um forget but I for me I'm I'm a simple guy I don't you know I don't require okay. I'm not simple so what would you do for your partner um on a special it, date it would have to depend on that person because I would court i would cater it towards that person to, to that person so right. for me mm-hmm. personally if somebody wants to take me out on a really good date i like water not drink okay. well drinking it and being on it uh like i went on a my job treated some of the manager us managers to like this little cruise thing that included a meal and we got to drive well not drive but you know the boat went by like the statue of liberty and a few other places and it was so bomb it was such a beautiful night like going you know driving out into the i think it's the hudson i could be lying Mm -hmm. because i don't know new york like that so like into the hudson river and then like getting to see the statue of liberty and then coming back and seeing all the lights and it was nighttime it was very romantic very just i and it's just for me i like to have conversation i like to talk so if it's a a place where we can talk you know really get to into each other and get to know each other more and there's like some kind of water involved somehow like a on a boat or maybe even like at a restaurant where there's some kind of watery flowy kind of vibe oceany kind of vibe i like seafood too so i mean it all kind of works together but i also live in new york so i don't know how realistic that is well listen I think we should auction off a date with Vaughn. No, we shouldn't. That is lucky, a horrible and idea. And one of our lucky listeners. This is not going to happen, first of can, all. Like, um, this is not. Like an island or something. <laughs> now, if you can afford to fly me to an island, bitch, yes. <laughs> you don't want to fly me all the way to an island, bitch. We can go to Miami. <laughs> like, fly me out. Flew out. All expenses is paid. Flew out. Flew out. <laughs> all expenses is paid. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I, 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 I prefer intimacy. So something where we can converse. Something where there's not a lot of people. Even honestly, and this sounds corny, like, even like a, a nice long walk in like Central Park with like mm. candlelit picnic kind of get to talk and know each other and you know away from all of that's going on like i like i'm i like i'm like i said i'm I'm kind of simple and in i i I care more about the time and the conversation than i do like the the grandiosity of it all yeah i want you to be grand as fuck (laughs) over the top (laughs) um no (laughs) you know my Honestly, my favorite dates are the are the ones with guys that are really intentional 
Like, I remember my ex, he, we would have the best dates together. Like, we would, the one date that really sticks out, we went to see this, this really beautiful play um, in Chicago, and we started at his house, obviously, we got dressed, we showered, and we, you know, we just really made ourselves look really nice, and then we got in the car, and we drove, and we just talked the whole car ride, and, you know, once we got to the play, we, we had our, our, our champagne, and we just sat, and we just talked before the, before the play started, and then we left there and went to a really cool restaurant and just had a- more intentional conversation, and um, from there, we went, we went and had dessert, and then we went home, and... That is I a great date night. That was a legendary date night for me. Yeah, that's really it, good. It really, it really was, and that's the one. Like that, that's the favorite one because he really put a lot of time and thought into like making it special, yeah. um, and and really and making me feel special. Like so, I really appreciated it. Um, yeah, that's my like. I think that I think I that's like, the key is to know the person you're dating. And do something, like you said, intentional for them. Cater mm-hmm. the date for them. Like, don't just take everybody to the same steakhouse. What if I don't like steak, nigga? I don't like, I don't Come eat on. steak, nigga. Yeah. So what if you mean? It backs me up, motherfucker. Right. Don't don't take me to the same place you took all five of your exes. Like, you know, cater, make the make it an experience. You know, maybe you, you're yeah, with a fun nigga. He wants to go rock climbing and then wants to like I don't know eat apples or some shit. <laughs> cater whatever whatever that the date to whatever that person likes, which is why it's important for the person to a have a foundation like we already said, mm-hmm. and b for you to to get to know that person and be intentional and be direct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, number three, take your time, you guys. There's no rush. It is a marathon, not a sprint. I know we oftentimes can have the urge to like, oh, well, I need to hurry up because there's so many options. And, you know, I know you want to filter through as as many guys as you can to find your, 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 your prince. That charming. sounds I, awful. <laughs> I, but, 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 but it sounds bad, but this is literally the reality of what's happening while people are dating. I hear these stories from my friends that tell me how they date. They're serial daters. Um, I interact with guys on apps, so I know how I know how this shuffle works. I know how this game works. Um, and so, all in all, you know, there's no rush. There's no need to feel like you have to, you know, uh, get through this process really quickly. Because here's the thing. When you meet people anyway, their representative is on the line. Understand that. That is true. So with taking your, you know, with taking your time, it gives you an opportunity to filter through not only your representative that you have, but theirs. It just gives people more time to to be unguarded and be vulnerable and be authentic. And that really takes time with um, not wanting to rush, really wanting to get to know someone, someone to decide if you want to spend more time with them. I, I agree. And this is why, for me, I personally don't have an issue with being single. I'm still getting to know myself. I'm still working on myself. So I don't necessarily need a bunch of distractions, um, like you said, to filter through. I would <laughs> I would rather, you know, get myself to a point where I'm fully happy and fully fulfilled, you know what I mean, while I'm working on myself. And then when... They come around because see, you don't have to necessarily filter through so many people when you know what you're looking for, when you know who you are and you know mm-hmm. what you're looking for. You know what I mean? You can just kind of yeah. like, yeah, you can just, you know, 
cross them off the list. You don't have to give them 30 minutes of your time, two weeks of your time, you know, a month of your time. Because, and this is so, because, you know, the, the gays are notorious for doing that, getting into a relationship, posting it all over social media, and then a month and a half later, you know, it's a... It's over. <laughs> it's, it's a picture and draws talking about some single. Because they, 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 it's all a rush. Back it's on the market. Like, <laughs> back on the market. Back on the market. So I, I actually do agree with that one. Take your time, you know. Take your time. Like, you it's know, fine. it's not a rush. Um, so the episode is called The Dating Game. And obviously that means that there is some type of, um, you know, pseudo game that's being played. So mm-hmm. the question is, what games have you played, and how was the beha- and how was the behavior reinforced or corrected? Ooh, you trying to get in my business, huh? I'm um, trying to your business. I want you to give. Us <laughs> the key. Well, I, like I said, I haven't been in an official relationship, but I have been in a situationship or two, and mm-hmm. I think the one game that I can definitely say that I played is the like. Um, I sometimes, and this isn't necessarily a positive thing. I sometimes like to to see how far I can kind of push people and see mm-hmm. how they react. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I shouldn't laugh. That <laughs> 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 was so evil. But because I'm really good at keeping my emotions under control, I'm like mm-hmm. I'm. Mind you, I'm all water. All of my signs are the moon, the house, the stars, the everything is water right so i'm a very emotional person but like i i have great control of it like it's mm-hmm. i people don't see me cry like this it's a rarity like i i really do have great control of my emotions so and also i think because i worked in customer service and i worked at the front desk for three and a half years where guests used to yell in my face and i couldn't do anything but smile <laughs> and you know you know redirect conversations I have a bad habit sometimes of like purposely trying to get someone upset or like push them mm-hmm. and then being mm-hmm. like, oh, you seem mad. <laughs> You're upset. <laughs> You're upset, huh? Oh, well, you know, sweetheart, that's your business. So I will say that's one g- game that I've played. Outside of that, I don't really play games because I don't have time for that shit. I've definitely had dudes try to like get me, make me jealous. And I'm the worst person to do that too because I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I'm the kind of person that, like, I'm not going to be, if my nigga's out the club, I'm not going to be like, you know, where are you? Da, da, da. All right, cool. Hit me when you get home. Like, I'm not, that's just me. I don't know why, but I just, I don't really care. Because I feel like you're going to do whatever you're going to do, and I'm going to find out when I'm going to find out. If mm-hmm. you're doing something. You know what I mean? So, yeah. I don't really, uh, I, I, I have also played the the um i want some attention game <laughs> which i think everyone is guilty of where like what's you, that game you know where someone isn't good for you or someone isn't what you want but like they gave you the attention that you needed so mm-hmm. like when you got the attention you would be like um okay i don't necessarily need you anymore you can kind of go away yeah like and then a week later, you're like, "Damn, bitch, I need some attention." <laughs> yeah. So you're like, yeah. so you're like, <laughs> so you're like on their Instagram or like you're like you text them accidentally or like you, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like you, hey, yeah, you know, how hey. are you? <laughs> Hi, <laughs> hey, I just, hi. <laughs> yeah, I think we've all done that. Like, I definitely can say my last situationship, we like. 
ended things three different times and i'm not gonna lie <laughs> <laughs> the, the 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 second to last time the only reason why we got back into it was because i was bored and i was like i know i don't really and he was a, a, a good guy but i was like i know I, I he's not doing for me what i want and we don't want the same things out of life it's just not it's not that but i did like the attention so i yeah round three was because of me and it ended because of <laughs> me as well. So, Round three yeah. was because of me. That rhymes. Right. <laughs> um, you know, I've played a few games in my past. And uh, I think the most common game that I've played is probably the game of, like, Similar to the similar to what you said about like oh I need a little attention like mm-hmm. I know that I shouldn't be dealing with this person this person is not for me this person is not in line with my values but listen I'm getting my life from them right now they're right. on my face right I'll think about the consequences later after bitch <laughs> um bitch I will get my life first and then we'll worry about that later like I've done that a million times and. It does, you know, obviously it's like, it's just that instant gratification. You know, you're Absolutely. able to be fulfilled right then and there. It's that searching. That's why you, niggas you know, love when you're searching for highs. And um, I think that's the one that I am most like, <laughs> that's the one I fall the most short from is just, just searching for highs, like looking for that instant, that instant fix. Like in the words of Holly Berry and Monsters Ball, make me feel good. Make me feel good. <laughs> <laughs> Make me feel good. Make me that no shade. That's like sixty percent of our community. <laughs> like that is that's, 60%. that's why Jacked and Grinder literally that's literally why Jacked and Grinder exists. Like we just yeah. be needing somebody to make us feel that's why I always say like the number one rule should be rub one out before you do all that because ninety eight percent of the time you don't really care about that person or their interaction. Listen, you just wanna get if you, you rub get one out. If you rub it out, you won't even. You'll be done with that person. You won't even want to see them. Listen, I promise you. There have been times where I I thought I wanted to do it, and I just so happened to just go ahead and do it myself. I was so content. I didn't mm-hmm. even think about that person anymore. That's post nut clarity. Post yeah. nut clarity. You'd be like, "Woo, you are not even that cute." What me, the fuck was I thinking? Go ahead and delete this app because. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't even need that no more. Yeah, do yourself a favor, friends. Rub one out before you waste your time. Yeah, or waste their time. Cause let's keep it a buck. Sometimes it's not just your time you're wasting. You could be wasting theirs. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. You, you can definitely be be wasting their time, and that's not cool to be wasting nobody's time. And right. speaking of wasting time, number four is. If you're going on a date, whether you are courting the person or being courted, be on time. Yes. There is nothing worse than than making a first impression of being late. And punctual and, and punctuality is it's it, it's definitely a sign of someone that respects you and respects them and respects themselves. Now, of course, shit happens, you know. Right. Traffic, an accident can ha- in Atlanta if you leave home enough time and you and you heading down eighty five or seventy five or wherever and there's an accident that happens two miles above you, listen, you're done. Right, you, you might know, as well. I get it. <laughs> like you, I get, get comfortable, it. bitch. Like. Get comfortable, but um, you know, if you can, if you can leave twenty thirty minutes before, 
to make sure you're on time. You can go to the spot, you know, you know, you know, do your recon work, make sure it's good, find the exits, you know, see what it's giving. <laughs> there are a lot of exits. things that you could, yeah, you know, <laughs> it's a lot of things that you could do uh, once you get to the venue before the person gets there to make sure you're on time. I agree. Um, now, I'm not going to lie. Um, I'm not the most punctual person. <laughs> um, I'm going to keep it. A, Neither I'm am I. It, I'm keeping it two more than 98. I'm not the most yeah. punctual person out here, but uh, I do agree that it is important to, at, at the very least, have all intentions on being on time and communicate with that person. Like, if you know you're running, because, you know, niggas are good for doing this. Like, oh, I'll be there in like 15. Meanwhile. <laughs> Meanwhile, Meanwhile, it's now 6.30, and we agreed to meet at 6.30. Right. and Or not even that. Meanwhile, you know you're going to be there in 45 minutes. Talk about some 15. Like, yeah. <laughs> like oh, just yeah. keep, it, keep it a buck. Yeah. Just let people know. I, that's one thing with me. Like, I'm not the most punctual person. Not on purpose. It's just stuff be happening. And, like, but I will communicate with you. Like, hey, I'm running late. You know, I'm sorry. Please, you know, so, you know, I'm, like, 30 minutes. Like, I'm, I'm one of those before you even leave the house. I'm going to let you know. I'm running behind just in my day, period. Like, so if you want to, I know we agreed upon 6.30, but sis, if you want to show up at 6.45 or 7 to do yourself a favor, <laughs> do that because I know I'm running late. So, yes, be punctual. Yeah, be punctual. I went on a date um, two weeks ago with this guy I met on Tinder, um, and <clears throat> we, we chatted for mm, maybe two weeks before we even decided to exchange numbers and meet. Um, so we, you know, we, we decided to meet and, uh, we agreed to a time and he texted me, uh, 30 minutes before the date started that he was going to be 30 minutes late. And I was nice. fine with that. Well, I'm sorry. Actually, it was an hour before the date started that he was going to okay. be 30 minutes late. And okay. I was like, oh, cool. Thanks for letting me know. You know, I, right. I, I appreciated that, that he was, that he took the time to say an hour before we meet. I'm going to be late, not as I'm arriving to the restaurant. So, like, stuff like that, you know, I can give you the benefit of the doubt if you are, you know, if you give reasonable notice. And reasonable notice is as soon as you find out, as soon as you realize that, that you're going to be late, you let the person know. You don't sit around and wait for a second, like, mm, well, let me see. No, nigga, you know you're going to be late. Let me know that you're not coming on time. Right. Absolutely. I absolutely yeah. agree. I have a question. Does Tinder work for you? You know what? Uh... I think these apps are what you make it, literally. Mm, um, okay. I don't think that one is better than the other because I've met guys on Tinder who wanted to fuck the same night we met. I've met right, guys which on that Jack. was alarming to me. I didn't realize that was what the girls did on Tinder, but apparently they do. Oh well, well, Tinder is supposed to be like more legit for dating and stuff like that. But right. I, I like, like I said, I've met guys who wanted to just do it right then and there and then i met guys on jacked who wanted to actually go on dates and wanted to go you know on hikes and, and just do more of things that were more in line to get Courting. to know someone platonically or romantically right um so it's what you make it honestly i don't think one's better than the other you know it's funny i was actually i because i deleted everything off i think i told told you this already i deleted everything off my you phone did. like maybe a month and a half or two months ago but prior to then i was mm -hmm. actually talking to this gentleman on tinder and it's funny because i ran into him randomly well not ran into him i was at the bus stop um the other day going to the gym and i saw this tall dark-skinned guy walk by and i was like he looks so familiar 
And I was like, where do I know him from? And I, I like turned and looked again and he was looking at me, but he was with his friend and he looked his friend, like he like looked at his friend, his friend looked back at me, back at me. And I was like, okay, so I must know him from somewhere, but he kept walking. And then he looked back at me again. And I was like, Oh, that's the nigga that ghosts me on Tinder. <laughs> yeah. We were talking for like three weeks and then one, I sent him, we were going back and forth one day while I was coming home from the gym and he just never responded. And that was my first time being ghosted. Well, that's the only time I've been ghosted. But I just want to share that. Tinder. You know, Tinder is nice. That happens where the niggas just will stop responding. Um, yes, they will. And that doesn't make much sense to me, but that uh, that happens often. And I don't understand, like, why would you match with someone and not... Start the conversation. Keep and, yeah, the conversation and, and then, going. And then just stop it. And then just disappear. It's, it's weird. It's weird, but gay niggas are weird. Niggas are weird, period. Period. Um, period. Number f- <laughs> period. <laughs> Listen, I was watching this video uh, with uh, Carisha and uh, Santana, and um, Carisha said, I know that bed cried to get put down. <laughs> oh, no, she said screaming to get put down. I, I, I love them so much. Like, I've they been, been saying, I don't like dick. Uh-uh, I don't like dead. I, I say that shit all day. <laughs> like, I, I be at work in meetings like, oh, I don't like dead. <laughs> I love them. Um, Carisha, what you giving? I'm giving very much a bitch could never. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh, so funny. Um, number five, you guys, dress to impress. Um, and dress to impress does not necessarily mean you Labels. go to the mall and buy all new clothes. It doesn't mean that, you know, you have to have designer. It just means that you bring your best you forward. You put on your Sunday's best. You put on your good clothes. You iron them. You wash them. Come on, iron. You sure. Yes. You know, you, you, you put them in, you put them in the best possible position to shine you put on the outfit that makes you feel the most comfortable and you go out and you do your thing i absolutely you know agree. dress to impress because when you, 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 you when you feel good when you look good yes. you feel when good. you look good you feel good it's just that simple brush your teeth wash your face Woo. moisturize oh hallelujah brush go down for and get you with that glam glow listen wear some cologne Wear you some know, cologne. Unless you're brush allergic. your hair. Yes, wear a do rag before brush. It. Shine up the baldness. Do whatever you gotta Shine, do. Listen, moisturize that bald head. Right. Like, come on, put your best foot forward, you guys. Um, just dress to impress, and wear the outfit that makes you feel your best. That <laughs> makes you look your best. Have you ever gone on a date and the person showed up and you were like, okay, so that's what you're wearing. <sighs> yes that's what you chose to put I mean, on okay countless times like wow this is what we're doing okay <laughs> yeah i have and i was i could not imagine disturbed <laughs> i was disturbed okay? and i think there's a difference between someone that like can't dress and someone yes. that like didn't try to dress mm-hmm Yes, because even people that can't dress will still put on, like, they'll still be clean, they'll still be fresh, they'll smell good, and their hair will probably be combed, but, right. they, but they're but they just not stylish. Right, and, and I think it's kind of cute when guys aren't stylish. stylish. I think it's kind 
of cute. Yeah. yeah. It's fine to not be stylish, but it's it's awful to come wrinkle. It's awful to come with um, a stain on your shirt, on your pants. Right. Um, your hair is not combed. That's not cool. Right. I agree because I yeah. think it says that you didn't care to put much into your presentation because yeah. the person who you're going to see, you didn't care to present for. You see what I'm saying? Like exactly. I'm all mm-hmm. for I'm all for being comfortable in your natural skin and loving, you know. Cause I always say, you know you really love a nigga when you think he's fine as shit without a haircut. Oh yeah. Like when you see a dude that's like a good three and a half weeks in and you're like, baby. Man, <laughs> who is that? You Yo, need a haircut. If you still love his dirty draws in that very moment, like if he's that's also if you know how you know someone's like really fine. Like if he looks good without a haircut, you're in love. Baby, you're in love. That's that's the true test of love. (laughs) Not too many men look good without a haircut. Right. Listen, we look a little rough without a haircut. I don't know what it is about a haircut, but it 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 will change you around. It changes. It will make you a new person. Right. Deadass. Listen, my mom just got um her fall sewing. Come on, the fall sewing. Every fall she gets her. She puts her eighteen, uh, her eighteen and her sixteen inch back in her head, honey. Uh, her bundles. Yes. <laughs> uh, and, and and baby, once you get a new hairstyle, it will transform you. It will. It really will. It will transform you. So. Uh, oh, and can I, can I, can I, in regard to hygiene, please clip your fingernails. Ooh. Oh. I, nothing gosh. hurts my feelings more. Nothing offends <gasps> me more than a man with dirty fingernails. Cut those damn It's unacceptable. It is unacceptable. Yeah. I don't need to see, you know, what you cooked for for dinner, <laughs> for lunch. Like, I don't need to see all of that, the, the weed you rolled up, the the goddamn everything. you. T- I don't need all that under your fingernails. It's wash your hands, clip your fingernails, Ooh. and if you intend, or if you insist, sorry, not intend, if you insist on having longer fingernails, please keep them clean. Keep them clean. Do us all a favor. And here's the thing. And, and the thing about having long fingernails, you can't keep them clean because the nail stains when you get your hands dirty. The nail changes colors as it grows out. So even if you have long fingernails and you wash your hands and your nails are quote unquote clean, the nail still looks crazy. Keep those nails short, okay? Yes. Keep them short. Keep we them round. We appreciate a nice hand square. around here because, you know, I like We hands. appreciate nice hands. So, yeah. Wash, <clears throat> wash your hands. Clip your fingernails. And wear just a little cologne. Because a man that smells good. Oh. Listen. Yes. It's nothing better than smelling good. Like. Listen. A man that smells good and can hold a conversation. A man with nice hands. And you got me that that close to you smelling like that. Listen. Listen. I'm going to jump your bones right now. Listen. (laughs) Okay. Like. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Vaughn, so you've played the game and you've been played. Mm-hmm. Now, what do you do? Take my black ass home. Goodbye. <laughs> That's it. Take my you black move ass on. Home. You go yeah, home. Keep it moving. You, you keep it moving. Yeah. Keep it moving. You don't have to. I think there's so many times where I hear people, well, I have to give them a piece of my mind. I have to let them know. I have to do this. I have to do that. Oh, you mean the people that None need closure? That, the people that feel like they need closure. 
Mm-hmm. You know, I need to, you know, I have to get over this. I have to let them know that what they did was not right. They played me. They hurt me. Move on. That is a very immature stance to take. That is a very, it's it's not very mature to think that anyone owes you anything. It's not very mature to think that Ooh, you have to. You sound like an Aries uh, right now and it's stressing me out. Ooh. It's not mature of you to think that you have to retaliate because someone has done something to you or because someone has wronged you in a way. Um, Just move on with your life. You got played. Honestly, when you sign up to go on a date, it's a risk. It's a gamble. We're taking calculated risk whenever we meet someone new. Mm-hmm. And it's a and it's just a part of the environment. It's a part of the arena that you're in. And so if you want to get in this dating game, if you want to meet people and mix and mingle and be mixy, then this is a part of what comes with it. It comes with the territory. So You ready. know you know what's funny? What? I disagree. Do you? Yeah. I think okay. a part of maturity and effective being able to effectively communicate is like you said, like we said earlier, be direct. If you don't want someone in your space or you no longer want to occupy someone's time, tell them that. I think, no, we don't quote unquote owe anyone anything or no one owes us anything. But I personally feel like that is a cop out for someone that doesn't have the balls to say, look, person, I just wanted attention in the moment. And I don't need you around anymore. Or look, person, I just wanted to fuck. So I courted you for three weeks because that's what I was taught to do in order to get what I wanted from you. I got what I wanted from you and I'm good. Now, I do agree. I do agree that if you if you consistently need closure and you feel like that person told you, like if that person told you like, hey, you know, I'm... I just want to, I think we should see other people. I'm just not in the space that it, uh, and you're like badgering them or like it's a month and a half later and you're still like harboring feelings or whatever the case may be is. Then you might just need to say, Hey, Hey, you know, he did me wrong, but I'm gonna keep it moving. Me now. And now again, me personally would, I would never, I'm gonna keep it pushing, but I do think there's something that, needs to be said for someone that's mature enough to say exactly why they no longer want someone in their space or exactly why they decided to separate themselves from a person that they were they were courting because to tuck your balls and run ghost someone it is a little cowardly it is because you're afraid to deal with that person's emotions you don't want to so i agree i definitely do think you should be direct um, with it is good to not go someone and to be honest and tell them what's going on <clears throat> but I do think there is a certain level of accountability and responsibility that you have to have with delivering that information absolutely even if you are courting someone just to fuck them you need to have a little bit more strategy with how you're going to deliver this information to this person they should know that you guys aren't going to move forward with becoming America's next top model because <laughs> It's about <laughs> because it's about. I have it's one about res- photo in my hand. <laughs> I have one photo in my hand <laughs> and two ladies <laughs> standing here. And two girls are here before. <laughs> me. 
so yeah so so be direct and tell them but also be strategic and be kind with your delivery you know and 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 imagine if you were on the receiving end how how would how would you feel if someone came and told you hey listen I know for the last three weeks I've been courting you and taking you on and telling you all this bullshit, but I just wanted I just wanted some of that ass, and now that I've got it, I'm good. No, that's not how you should have that conversation. Right. You know, you need to. If you could lie to me, a, if you could lie to me to get the draws, lie to me to li- get, you, when you when you don't want them no more. Okay. <laughs> Hello. I mean, come on. Damn. Right. Or don't lie to get the draws. Just be keeping a buck. Listen, there are so just many people out here that's just fucking the fuck. You don't have to. You ain't got to lie, Craig. You don't. Not to kick it. Not to not kick these it. days. Nah. People want to they just are do throwing it and be done. Like. Yes. Yes. Oh man, that was interesting. Friend, is there anything else that she wanna to add to the to the dating game? Um No. <laughs> <laughs> well you guys, that was our growing up game for the week. Uh we'll be right back after this break. Hey, you guys, it's Malik. Thanks for listening. I hope you're enjoying the show so far. Remember to tell your friends about what we're doing here. This is a community-based show, and the only way we're going to grow is with your help. So be sure to like, subscribe, and share our show with all of your friends and your family. Now back to the episode. And we're back for On the Time On the Timeline. Come on, Vaughn. That's been stuck in my head. You gotta come on through with the run. For so long. Um, Yes, we're back with On the Timeline. And if this is your first time listening to the show, this is our celebrity slash social media portion of the show where we discuss things that are, you know, popping on the timeline, things that are on the shade room, things that are, uh, you know, being covered in media. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes. So... I have not been paying attention to anything. I have not. Like, when I tell you I have been, I deleted most social media apps from my phone. I'm super not, like, I'm lost in regards to pretty much everything. So, Malik is going to take over. And, you know, he'll lead the way. Q Mariah Q Mariah, Q MC. <laughs> Q the glitter. Q the whole glitter soundtrack. Oh. <laughs> Tamar Braxton recently was on the Wendy Williams show, and she came out in a whole damn Spanx undergarment. With Excuse me? Tamar went on the Wendy Williams show and came out in a Spanx jumpsuit. I'm sorry, in a Spanx onesie. No, wait a minute. Hold on. Undergarment. <laughs> she came out. Wait. She came out in pure undergarments. Okay, that's all it was. All she had on was under was just a flesh tone undergarment with. Dior and Chanel jewelry on and a pair of Christian Louboutin pumps. I, I think she had on Christian Louboutin pumps. But she looked crazy to me. Um, and her rationale and her reasoning for doing this, she says that this that was her last day wearing Spanx. She wants to feel good in her body. She does not want to have her stomach hanging over her belt anymore. And she's going to be doing this 30-day lifestyle challenge where she's going to be exercising, eating healthy, and just getting her mental and getting her physical body together. Because as she says, when your body don't feel good, your mind don't feel good. And Tamar, I I would agree with that statement, but I also would challenge you to be a little bit more sensitive when you're doing things like this. Because here's the thing. Tamar Braxton is not an overweight girl at all. At all. She's not fat. She has... 
she has Tamar a beyond so average. Like, she has a beyond an average body, and I just felt like her whole episode, the whole it, it was just it was just it was extra. It was over the top, and it was insensitive. And I really just wish she would just stop with this foolishness because I'm like, girl, that body you have is just fine, like Mary. Um, if this bitch don't take her ass to, to a gym and keep the dramatics, what the hell are you doing all this extra for? That's what I'm saying. Just go to the gym. We don't need all of this. This goddamn production and let people know you about to work out. Bitch, you want to take your ass inside? Go to LA Fitness. Please. Get the LA Fitness stat. Um, <laughs> while she was on the show, Wendy made um, a, a, a reference to if she would ever go back on The Real. Um, and then Wendy said, you know, it's a cute show, but those girls need you. Um, you know, a, a, a little light shade, a little nice nasty. I was about to say, Wendy said them. that? Wendy said that she gave him a little, a little nice nastiness, um, and you know Lonnie Love came back and said she clapped back and said you know Wendy thank you so much for mentioning us on our show, um, you know on you know our cute show but we also are an Emmy. I was I was show. about to say did, did they mention that the Emmy? I, listen, I'm gonna let you finish. I'm gonna let you finish. Yeah, so Lonnie Love, you know, she she clapped back and and, and let them know that, you know, hey, we may be a cute show, but we also are an award-winning show. And Lonnie also uh, extended an an invitation to Tamar to come on to the show so that they could bury the hatchet once and for all. And Tamar went on her Instagram page uh, in, in pure Tamar fashion, even after she you know, posted an apology to The Real over the summertime. She went on her Instagram page and she posted a clip from The Queen's Court, which was a a viral show that was hosted by T.S. Madison and Kaya. Uh, And this clip was T.S. Madison reading Lonnie Love, saying all this this stuff about her. Um, And Tamar reposted that on her page and said, I only go on shows with ratings. And... Ma'am, ma'am. It was just like, wow. Sweetheart. Sweetheart. EJ. EJ. (laughs) EJ. EJ with with the Chanel uh, necklace and the the Louboutin pumps. Listen, if if I was Lonnie, my simple response would have been, the only thing cuter than the real is our Emmys. And kept it moving. Period. Like, and kept it moving. And Tamar, for you to be talking about you only go on shows or ratings, sweetheart, you pop up anywhere there is a check. Let's not do too much. Let's not. Because they have the Emmys. Ratings or not. You don't have them. You have nothing. You don't you, you have, have nothing. Have nothing. You're a Grammy o- nothing. <laughs> <laughs> nothing. <laughs> like, you need to tone that down. And I like Tamar, but like, she's doing a lot for no reason right now. You're doing a whole lot with very little. That's Tamar's brand, but literally. Uh, we send our blessings uh, to her. Um, Beyonce did, she released her ABC special, uh, which came on ABC Monday night. It was called Beyonce, The Making of the Gift. If anyone had a chance to see it, it was a 60-minute special where Beyonce uh, highlighted and curated um every track that was on the gift and she you know took us through the process of actually creating these songs showed us you know the writer's room showed us the production room it was was a very intimate um you know just detailed view of what it really took 
to put together such a beautiful album. And of course, you only can put so much in a 60-minute TV special. But I thought they did a really good job with really highlighting the the story and, and highlighting how they took the time to really understand and to dissect the movie to make sure that the tracks actually reflected the story um, and uh, the tradition of The Lion King. I enjoyed it. I thought Beyonce continues to transcend what it means to be an icon, what it means to be a legend. Because I think just when you think, okay, like she's not going to be a pop star anymore, right? We know that. That era of Beyonce is over, but now she's really showing the power of her name while, you know, while continuing to do these deals with Netflix, deals with Disney, you know, having, having her documentary... I'm sorry, not her documentary, but but this TV special come on ABC, like, during prime time. Like, I think we're just, we continue to see her grow and transition and show us that, hey, there's so many more ways. There's so many iconic ways to skin a cat. That's what I love most about her. That's, uh, I haven't gotten to see the special. Mm-hmm. Um, I did see a clip of her singing, and I saw a clip of the babies. Um, yes, and I just want to say their genetics are so strong. Like don't their children. Yeah. It is funny because, and I know, and I said this don't before know. and someone was like, well, duh, they're, <laughs> but like all of their children look like both of them. <laughs> yeah. Like, which mm-hmm. is like, I look nothing like my mother. My like, it, I just think because I, I have a fascination with genetics in general, but I just want to say I think it's dope that like all of their children look just like both of them. Like their son, yeah. When I first saw him, I said, "Wow, that's Beyonce," and then I looked at his lips and I said, "Ooh, that is his father." Like mm-hmm. he's, they're both such an. And I will say, I think Rumi looks a little more like B than than um Blue, blue. does. Yeah, than Blue does. But like, wow, and it's it's just dope. I don't know why, but I just think it's really dope to see that they have all these children, like, you know, continuous, continuing a legacy. And then when the fourth one gets here, they'll be a complete little, you know, little family. Yep, I agree. I think I think they have just the most beautiful little thing going on. And I love how they keep it intimate and private until they're ready for us to see it. And right. um, we're able to see their babies on the special. So it was really cool. Can I interject? I can I interject really quickly? Please interject. The Savage by Fenty fashion show is coming on uh, the same Tomorrow, day that this posts. Right? Yes, yeah, the same day this is going to be posted. And I just want to say, I can't wait to be slayed. If the Emmys plays her like they did Beyonce, we just going to have to go up there together and like, you know, wreck shop because y'all better give my sis something. I, ain't, I haven't, we haven't seen the show yet, but the commercials alone are sickening. So shout out to two black women making waves, you know, Creating lanes and you know demolishing the rest of the, the industry because other girls aren't doing what it. Amen. They're not. And um, I saw I was on Instagram and I was on um Saucy Santana's page. I saw he was there. I said, "Oh, look at Santana he was? going to the Cincy show. He was there." Damn, bitch! Everybody was there but me. Everybody mm. was there but you, friend. I, I don't know um, what's going on. My invitation got lost in the DMs. It, <laughs> they got lost in the DMs. <laughs> oh, man. Um, someone that I want to get lost in the mail, Kanye West. Um, oh, her. He has a new album coming out. It's called Jesus is King. And 
you know, he's been doing these this whole Sunday church thing around $2 ass church. And- oh, $2 <laughs> ass church. Just because you remix <laughs> all you that somebody and add a go- a gospel run in the background does not make it church. Like agreed. It does not make it church. That's called carrying on. Yes. It's called us it's called singing. Right. <laughs> it's called singing. Um he's been doing these pop-up churches um across the country and also uh on his ranch in wyoming and recently he was actually in atlanta at new birth um uh which is now pastor by jamal bryant um he so would he was be there and new birth um mm. i hear it was beautiful i saw some clips from it which was cool but i think my biggest thing with kanye is that is he, I thought he was canceled. Like, is he back now? Are we allowing him back? Into niggas, like niggas, season? niggas can't cancel nobody. They hear one no. run or listen. I always say this: nobody gets more chances than a black man from the black community. Like nobody. Like nobody. Nobody. This Negro is doing the same tired trope: bring religion into it and make him feel bad. Like, That's this it. Sunday service bullshit is not nobody's gospel. It's some R&B tracks with, sung by a gospel choir with Kanye ranting every now and again. Like, he was just trying to make America great again. And now y'all out here donating money and, and buying $300 shirts that say Jesus Christ. Bitch, if y'all don't find something, you know, uh, uh, good to do with your money, invest it in Please. something, buy some stock, put some money towards it, put it in a Roth IR, right? Like, stop. Y'all get on my nerves. <laughs> on my fucking nerves. But that's your business and your money to waste. So I'm not going to tell you what to do with it. God bless. Bless. Bless up. Bless up. Um, more blessings to Adair and Jason of the JSN Style Team over yes. uh, on Netflix. Shout out to them. Styling Hollywood is a show that's on Netflix that just... Uh, I think it came out a month ago and it's getting rave reviews. Yes. It is this husband team uh, and they are interior designers and they're also um, celebrity stylists. They work with Gabrielle Union. They work with, I mean, everybody. Serena Williams. So, uh, yeah. There's Serena. a, 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 a bunch of people. Taraji P. Henson. Yes, Taraji P. Henson. So many people. So many Stormy, people. Yara Shahidi. Yeah. Anybody who's anybody, they work with them. Ava DuVernay, like they have real ass celebrity clients. And I mean, they have like literally the (laughs) the black A-list Hollywood. They work with them. Um, And I really, I really, really, really like their show. Love it. Um, I'm enjoying it. Shout out to Carlos King. Yeah, shout out to Carlos King, who is the uh, executive producer. Yes. Yeah. That made me happy seeing his name there because, I mean, he's, he's queer, he's black, and he obviously... Um, you know, understands that experience. So I'm happy they had someone that that understands what it what it means to be black, gay, and married, and right. they can help facilitate and, and tell a proper story. For once, and I feel like they're doing uh, it on this show. Amen. For once, for once, it, it's just for I once. love the show. It, it feels so good to see gay black love and like a realistic view of it. Like they aren't perfect. It isn't this you know uh, like forced ass. You know, mask, mask type. You know what I mean? It's nothing. Yeah. It's just honest, and mm-hmm. I I really enjoy. I watched the whole show in one setting, uh, the whole season I should say in one setting, which is the one thing that I will say like, Netflix is good for that when it's something that you haven't seen. Like I started watching The Office a few weeks ago, and I've been getting my life because it's so many seasons that you can't watch it all at once. 
But like <laughs> when it's a new show that you enjoy, it kind of sucks that you can like finish the whole thing in like a few hours. <laughs> but um, uh, styling Hollywood is a great show. It's very entertaining. They're funny. I have a question. Do you think you're more a dare or a Jason? Um, I lean. I'm more Jason than I am a dare. Um. <clears throat> Yeah, I'm definitely more more Jason. I'm more dare. <laughs> I'm like yeah. I'm like a dare, but like the nice, which is funny because you know they're both uh, water signs. If I'm not mistaken, they're both cancers. One oh, of them both is cancers. Yeah, I think they're both cancers. Um, which is why I, I like for me. I, that, that's I see a lot of myself in a dare, and I also see a lot of myself in Jason. So I'm like I'm like eighty percent a dare, but twenty percent Jason. I really felt like a dare when they had the conversation about the baby. And when Jason finally was telling him that, hey, this isn't the good. Oh, sorry. Spoiler alert. Uh, (laughs) Jason was telling a dare that, hey, this isn't a good time. And I remember in my most recent relationship, we had a similar conversation. Granted, married conversations and, and, and boyfriend and boyfriend conversations. I'm not trying to complain the two or compare. Um, but the the experience is similar. Um, but you wanted I a baby. Really, like, was like, well, no, I don't want a baby. But we, we were talking about like moving in together and moving forward, like getting to the next level. Mm-hmm. And um, I definitely know the feeling when someone's like, no. But I'm like, but we talked about this. But you said you wanted to, and now it's now it's different. So. Um, I definitely like that episode. I was like, Ugh, I know how that could feel. Like when someone is telling you they've, they've changed their mind or they're not quite ready how they thought they were. It could be a really disappointing situation. It could be really hard to bounce back from that. But I loved that. I love how they do move on and they, and they do have each other first right. because I think that's what's most important that they have each other. And so um, I think they do a really good job of displaying that on the show that their union matters before everything else. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So shout out, shout out to Styling Hollywood. Yeah, shout out to them. Uh, and last but not least, one of their clients, Gabrielle Union and Dwayne Wade, uh, they have actually they're launching a line of equality T-shirts with really cool slogans on them, um, in support of their queer son. Um, and fifty percent of the proceeds are gonna be of their t-shirt line is, is going to go to Glisten, and Glisten is a nonprofit um, organization that protects and benefits and advocates for k for k through 12 core kids yes um, along that's needed with, that is needed yes it, it is needed and along with their 50 percent donation um of the t-shirt sales the 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 family is just going to donate fifty thousand dollars cash to Glisten. that as is well uh, Come on, Gabrielle and Dwayne, Dwayne. Come on, Gabrielle and Dwayne. Like, you, you, you don't get no more better than that. Like, that's how you show your 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 advocacy. That's how you show your support and your love. Yeah. And here's the thing, you guys. I'm not saying everybody needs to go in their pocket and give money, but you do need to. It's about a verb. It's about being actionable. And so I love that they're putting their money where their mouth is. That's dope. I really, I love how they love their son, and I love how they support all things in regard to him because there's so many people that are like oh i don't care if my son's gay i just don't fuck with the gays and it's like but your son is one of the gays Mm -hmm. you do realize that 
you can't be homophobic sometimes <laughs> and accepting <laughs> other times. You can't like cut it off and cut it on. Right. Like Krispy Kreme, the hot right. sign on. The hot sign is always on, sis. It's lit it's 24-7, like 365. You can't, mm-hmm. you can't take a little out and add a little in. Like that's not how that works. So I, I appreciate that they're support, in support of his entire being. Absolutely. Yes. It's, a, it's a beautiful thing and I think that we have so many celebrities that are like this that are being more open with it with their kids. And There's shout out to examples. Rihanna again because she had uh, trans women in the Savage by yes, Fenty show she and she did. talked about how trans and I didn't see this get much traction and I want you hoes to do better. Although I haven't been online so maybe it did get traction and I just wasn't paying attention. Maybe I missed it. Okay, but she was basically saying that like, you know, she wants for all women you know, including trans women because you know trans women are women and uh that she supports them and she wants everyone to feel sexy and to feel confident and to feel like you know a savage and i just want to say that i think it's dope because we don't hear black women okay talk about supporting trans women so shout out to rihanna for that and shout out to all everyone that's being progressive and supporting our black trans women and protecting our black trans women because i'm sick of them getting murdered okay Blue. And with that being said, you guys. Hawk the horn on them, Greg. <laughs> okay. And with that being said, you guys, that is the end of our episode. We hope that you guys enjoyed it. Be sure to write in for our spill it section. You guys have done a good job at, at sending a few questions. And remember, this section of the show, it's about advice. If you just want to ask us something, if you just want to sound off on something, whatever it is, it's it could be opinion-based. Send it in, email us, tweet us, all of that. Um, be sure to follow us on, on social media. You can follow me on Instagram at Malik Khalid Yoga. You can follow Vaughn on Instagram at Vonagram. You can follow the show um, on Instagram at Growin, G-R-O-W-N, Up Gay. On Twitter at Growin Up Gay, underscore G-R-W-I-N-U-P-G-A-Y, underscore. And email us, Vaughn at GrowinUpGay.com, Malik at GrowinUpGay.com. And yeah, we love you.